Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Get it going. We have that fucking joint that you rolled, dog. <laughs> yeah, but what do you say? I said we have little roaches and pass the duchy. Duchy? Why? But why did you call the we the duchy? Yeah. Because it's like that song. I don't know. Pass the duchy from the left hand <laughs> side. That she was just singing. I know, but it's not duchy. I just sing that to be. What funny. is it? Look it up. No, look it up. Look it up. You really, really don't. It's Dutchy. No. Is it? Yeah. Is it Ducci? We're looking it up. Intern Kendra's going hard in the paint. to the left hand side. Maybe it is Ducci. I think it is. Is it Dutchy or Ducci? She's you were saying up. Dutchy. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. It was am I wrong? I think it's it Ducci. Dutchy. Oh. It's spelled Dutchy. We can't play Do that Do you not song. know this song, though, Kendra? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't recognize that. The Dutchy. <laughs> See? Y'all are crazy. Are we going to get sued? We can't play any more of that song. Fuck. Wow. Learn something every day. Welcome <laughs> to Karma San Diego it's Podcast, where so we answer you, all of life's questions. You meant it, and then I, like, sang it as a joke, but it was real. Yeah. I tell you. Uh, I tell you. <laughs> Take me to Dutchy Brothers. <laughs> Yo. That would be a great name for like a fucking cannabis bar. Dutchy wow. Brothers. Oh, wow. Where I you pass like it to the left hand side only. <laughs> um, Zoolander shit. <laughs> made for ants. Um, so today we are sipping on some rural sexual mead. Seriously, so good. I went and visited you at the farmer's market, and you were like, leave my booth. <laughs> I don't even care about my own product. You need to go get some mead right now. I did. I was like, go see Gary. He's the dopest. And then I get there. I'm like, yo, what's up, Gary? Of Golden Coast Mead. Mm-hmm. So I bought two bottles and drank them that day. Immediately. The first one I drank to myself. I don't know if that's like suggested. Because <laughs> I think it's like... <laughs> There's no suggested serving. So honestly, um, I think you're good. It, lo- it appears that it's for like to share, but I drank... Oh my god, it was so good. So I bought the Wildflower Sour. I have that one. And that's my favorite. Mm. Hands down. I love sour shit. And the way it fizzes. Also love the packaging with the corky situation. It's reusable. Because the other one, we didn't know you were supposed to open like a bottle of wine. The other bottle that I got. So we tried pulling it open with our hands and we're like, this is so hard. <laughs> Thinking it was like champagne. Right. No. You're funny. So love that. And then you brought us some today. I am obsessed with their hard honey seltzers. Um, I was introduced to them a couple of weeks ago. It's probably about a month now. And they are amazing. There's zero grams of sugar. They're really light. Um, they are spicy bubbly, but I still really like it. It's not too much for me. The It's less than other meads and booches. Yeah, and, and it's just like got a nice like light flavor. It's not overly sugary. I'm not a sweet drink person. No. You can taste the honey flavors. Yes. I bet that's why you like it too, because yes. you're like, oh, this is lavender or like you it's like Yeah, I can taste that it tastes like fucking honey mm-hmm. and it's 
Absolutely delicious. So good. Um, I want some right now. Yeah, we're we're sipping on a little bit of dad. What's it called? Uh, this one is dry. the dry. Love a dry. Um, five percent. Yeah, five percent. They're straight out of Oceanside. Three ingredients. Yeah, gluten free. Wow. Sugar free. <laughs> it was like, what's a sprinkleator? But mm-hmm. it's spring water. That's one of the ingredients. Spring water. It's great. Getting older, my eyes are getting a little <laughs> weak. Um, you can find them on Instagram. Love them. Golden Coast. I am saving my bottles because they recycle. And if you guys tuned in last week, you heard about saving the planet, essentially. That's what we do. So I will be laden with glass jars to return to Not Your Nana's booth for sauce. Give her back my jars. There's this really cute gal that works there. (laughs) And then I'm going to go on down and see Gary and drop off these two bottles and just say, like, hello and buy some more. Put myself in debt. I love this. Buying this mead. <laughs> I'm really into it. It was well, so good. That's beautiful. I left my credit card at your booth and then went shopping. <laughs> it was foolish. It's okay. She came back. Don't worry. Guys. I did. I did. You're uh, such. A, you're such a good farmer's market mom. hostess that you don't steal people's credit cards. <laughs> yeah, I would never. You hold on to them and return them to the stoners that come visit. Hey, it's all right. Should we tell them about the guy? That walked by your booth. He saw the legalized marinara shirt, and he was like, "No, no, no." And like, yes, he was on this week's segment so of shit. My customers say, like, straight up. He was like, "No, they can't do that. They shouldn't know." I'm totally against that. And you're like, "Marinara?" And I was like, "It's marinara." And he just was He's like, like no, "No, no, no." And then I thought of a good response later when I was driving home. Like, it's too late. Sometimes I just say, if people are like, oh, it's marinara, like, oh, marijuana, and I go, do you see a J? Because there's a J in marijuana. Oh, I'd love to, I'm I'd such- love to smoke one right now. All right. So, let yeah. me, yo, 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 let yo. me, let me take it up a notch. So, I have two <laughs> stories to tell you about shit my customers say. Um, I'm so excited. One of them happened a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you two can be featured. First, you have to buy a <laughs> yeah, jar Yeah, you can be so. featured if you say dumb shit in, at my booth. <laughs> you will be talked about. I promise you. I'm going to pass the duchy. <laughs> oh, now you want to pass this duchy. Okay. I'm okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Just before you get into these stories, which I know are going to be great. I have a customer. Is that being facetious? Nay, nay. I had a customer ask me how big a pastry was that they were already looking at. Oh, I don't even. How big is that? Answer that. I was like, do you want me to weigh it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, where's my ruler? Like, it's about this big. So I'm not sure if everyone could hear that, but I really hope they could. That is fucking hilarious. You're staring straight at a pastry and you ask, what size is this? It's not like it's like a pizza, like small, medium, or large. It's not like a cake. It's not like... You, you should just start making up weird-ass like measurements. Just be like six tons. Customers are so weird. I had someone ask me on a pair of jeans they wanted to buy on Poshmark, how tall are you? <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm 6'1". So that's what I wrote back. They're not my jeans. I can't fit in them. I provide inseam measurements. Yeah. But people, like... You're like... I think it's because you aren't selling just your own clothes, and I think a lot of people on Poshmark... I'll take both. Wow. Maybe I just did this too too much. It's okay. I'm down for two <laughs> joints at one time. I feel like Wiz Khalifa in the building. <coughs> You're so funny. 
So, back to this gregarious person. For reals. So, on the front, I just got these new banners. So beautiful. They are. And it says, <laughs> small batch sauces. That's what it says on the front. Small batch sauces. Some man walked up to my booth and goes, Miss, I think I misread your sign. And I said, okay. Oh. He goes, oh. I thought it said small bitch sauces. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh. what does that even mean? And he's like, I don't know. What does it mean? And I said, you, you said it. You invented this. You created this small bitch sauce. <laughs> I think he needs some. Did he buy some? No, he just walked by oh. laughing. And I'm just like, oh, what? That's a drive-by. Okay. What do they one. call that when you fart? A crop dust? He that was definitely dusted. a crop dust, for sure. <laughs> we should call them crop dusters. <laughs> That's so good. So, like, on this week's crop dusters. <laughs> mm. People say the weirdest shit. Well, on this week's prop crop dust. <laughs> on this week's episode of crop dusters. So and then good. when you get crop dust, I'm just going to go crop dust. <laughs> because every four-letter word compounded must be tattooed on my knuckles. Kelly... You're a genius. We're trademarking that shit. TM, 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 TM. So hard on this week's episode of Crop Dusters. Are you Dude, kidding me? That's so good. That's obviously the name of this week's episode. <laughs> Are you on kidding this week's me? This episode of Crop Dusters. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am losing it. That is so good. Oh, Can we I change can't. our listeners <laughs> to Crop Dusters? <laughs> I don't think those people are intelligent enough to figure out how to listen to a podcast. Isn't it interesting when you talk to people, they're like, I listen to podcasts all day long, which means they have the sickness like we do. Mm-hmm. Like, a hundred episodes in two weeks. Yeah, I, I listen to all of Hey Babe, and I am having withdrawals. Fuck, isn't that the worst feeling ever? I'm going to run out of cams. Yeah, dude. And it's frustrating because I think that Chris DiStefano might be my future husband. (laughs) I'm not sure if he's aware. Um, No, because he has 12 kids and a beautiful wife. And he's happily married. Very happily together in his baby. I keep smoking two toys at once. This is great. Just pass the duchy to the left-hand side. I'm getting there. That one's empty. Okay. Goodbye. That's so funny. So, um... We love a little pood. On the second session of Crop Duster, <laughs> this woman... I told you this story, but Ken, Kendra doesn't know it yet. Ooh, ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, Yo, you're about to lose it, Ken. I already forgot, so I'm really excited. So, oh, this woman came to my booth the other day... Keeping me on my camel toes. ...and had the caucasity of asking me, how is your sauce gluten-free? Because I have it on the... Beautiful banners I just bought. These beautiful, beautiful <laughs> banners. They're gluten free. <laughs> These gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful banners. So she goes, What makes your product gluten free? And I was like, Well, naturally. All of these things are gluten-free, but so many people ask if it's gluten-free. I just felt that I needed to just put it on a sign. You know? Sometimes you just need an answer before you get the question. Like salad. Like lettuce. Exactly. Sure, it's gluten-free. Fine. Vegan. Totally. Whoa. It's wild. Kim agrees. No added sugars. It's wild. (laughs) So, she goes, but you put, like, do you take the seeds out of the tomatoes before you make the sauce? And I said, no. And she's like, so it does have gluten. And I was like... No, tomatoes are naturally gluten-free. She's like, no, they're not. Just straight up just, like, shuts it down. And we have this, like, little, like, back and forth, like, two more times. And I go, I had to lay my culinary world down on this bitch. And I was like, ma'am, 
I went to culinary school. Uh, gluten is a protein formed in wheat. And I'm, like, explaining to her gluten. And she was like, oh, uh, I guess Girl. I meant inflammatory. Oh. And I was like, who in their fucking right mind mistakes inflammatory, a.k.a. or anti-inflammatory, to gluten? Can you guys hear my eye roll? Can you hear my jaw that just droppeth to the floor? I'm trying to pick Kendra's jaw up off the floor, and I can't even stoop that low. Right? I truly... egregious. (laughs) It really was. I was so confused. I was like, this woman tried to fight me on gluten-free? The way people ask (laughs) you is always so weird. Like, yo, heard of Google? Also, she was so, like, stern on her answer. Like, no. It is not gluten-free because these seeds have gluten. I was like, what the fuck? No. I was like, fruits and vegetables are gluten-free. Duh. What? Just for shits and giggles, will you type in gluten-free tomato seeds just so we can read this So we can debunk? So we can talk about this crop duster for (laughs) weeks on end? In culinary school, we watched this Jimmy Kimmel, um, like, skit thing or like he does interviews outside of a gym and he asks people about their diets and a lot of them at the time so we graduated culinary school like 2014-15 and so that was like when you know celiac disease like made its arrival into society and people were all of a sudden just free of glutens and he's interviewing these people and asking about their diets and like do you do a gluten free diet and um, like asking like what like, what's in your day-to-day diet if you're gluten-free? And a lot of them said carb-free diets rather than, like, gluten-free diets. So they were like, I don't <laughs> eat rice. They were like, I don't eat rice. I don't eat, like, all these things. And we're all in class, like, just dying, laughing. Kendra, I don't think you are in that class. I don't remember. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were in that class. And um, I think it was, like, before, like, a cake class or, like, a bread class or something. And we're all, like, losing it because we're, like, rice? There's no gluten in rice? Like, yeah, I can't what? anything about this tomato thing. Yeah. Tomato so seeds. we're debunking tomato seeds being full of gluten because that lady needs to stop at some different booths. She just, like, dipped, too. She, like, just there are walked other people away. That should be asked that instead of your fucking tomato sauce company. I'm cut off from that duchy. Okay. Do not pass that duchy to the left-hand side. Very well. Okay. Well, I guess you still will be. I'm very literal. I have so many exciting things to say. I don't really know where to start. Please. Begin. Borfa. <laughs> Bor. I have something to tell you about. Okay. It's this fun little word I learned. And then I learned another word. And then I learned like three words. And then I didn't even know where to start. Okay. So I'm the kind of reader that writes in the notebook, writes in the book, gets out your highlighter, journals, reflects. Like I'm very interactive with my reading. And one, I love finding a word I don't know. And sometimes I'll write the definition, like, in the book, in my journal, share it with my friends. Josh is, like, the Scrabble guy, so we love a new word. We love a word. And I was typing that, a phrase that I've always said out loud. And, you know, there's phrases that you always say out loud, but you never see them, like, written down. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was saying that I love Dahlia, my dog, because she literally responds to every beck and call. Beck and call. So I immediately write beckon, B-E-C-K-O-N, because, like, you're beckoning the dog. 
and beck and call. Is it beck and call? But it is beck and call. Oh. So when I typed I in think... beck and call, it didn't come up. And then I Googled it. Like, what's the difference? And that's when I learned another word, another word, another word. So when the way that it sounds also works for a different meaning, like beckon uh-huh. and beck, um, it's called an egg corn. Have you ever heard of this? Whoa. So an egg corn is a slightly misheard yet still kind of sensical version of a common phrase. So, like, That's for example, cool. you know how people would say you're butt naked and mm-hmm. it's like buck naked mm-hmm. or something or like... Um, those kinds of things where you say it so fast. Oh, like, nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. I thought it was always nip it in the butt. Like, nip it in the bud. Yeah. Because when you hear it... So just, it, like, common misconceptions of the way words are yeah. supposed to be said. So, beck and call... Got it. ...is one of I those words. I that's what that word is. They're what is it? Egg, egg corn. Egg corn. Yeah. That's going to be difficult for me, because we all know I have a yeah. hard time with acorns and pine cones, so I, now we're adding egg corn to this. That's tough. <laughs> you have to think of, like, Easter eggs, or, like, there are certain eggs in, like, video games and uh, eggs and, that's like, a nice, that's a nice hidden way to things. Connect those two. Those okay. eggs are like little nougats. Yeah. Okay. So I learned that about Beck and Call. That's cool. So I was incorrect. It's Beck. So it's not David Beckham. No. <laughs> it's not David Beckham. It's not the guy that played Beck that's now in the good place playing God or the devil. No, no. Nay, nay. That's so funny. I forgot that actor's name, but. Ted Danson. Yes. Ted Danson. And Cheers. Mm. Remember when we Cheers. watched Cheers? You've been to the OG Cheers? Mm-hmm. Twice. <gasps> Where is it? Chicago? No, Boston. Boston. Oh. It's in Boston, Massachusetts. Man, I gotta get me to the left side of the country. (laughs) I had beer there when I was still drinking beer. I went there in, like, I think, like, 2009 with my mom. And then I went there again with my mom and Josh, like, 2015. And I had cider. Mm. So, But they serve them in, like, the cheers. We sat at the bar. That's a nice, though. It's great. I love that. It was very fun. I always thought that High Dive was like a mix of like Cheers and Coyote Ugly if they had a baby. I've never been to Coyote Ugly. Have you seen the movie though? No. Oh, it's like a all women ran bar and they get up on the bar and dance every night and Tyra Banks is in it and Where have I been? Jewel is in it at the very end or makes a song about it, I don't know. Really Ann oh. rhymes. I don't know. One of those ladies. Where have I been? Sleepover. Um, we need to watch this. We've been yeah, talking about having a sleepover. Yeah, forever. we need to watch Matilda and Coyote Agree. <gasps> Oh, Those would oh, be great. Fuck, that sounds so fun. Yeah, Coyote Ugly's great. So it's like, and it's wild. Like, you spray water on your customers, bar. and it's a real bar now. Well, it always was, but now it's like kind of a chain thing. Mm-hmm. And There's I always in thought. San Diego, isn't not anymore, it's gone. Um, but I always thought High Dive was like that because we did all of those things, but also like. <clears throat> parents were like can you babysit our kids like yeah. <laughs> like we like pouring pitchers of water on people but then also like planning birthday parties for like three year olds well, so I need to be I need to be watching that stat yeah look at she pulled up the cast uh, oh got, yeah Piper what's her face Pedro Piper Pereiro Pereiro Leanne Rimes yeah Leanne Rimes Tyra wow it's like a, John Goodman's in it dude mm-hmm. wow it's great Look at all these people I know. It's old. It's and like from don't know. early 2000 or yeah, like early 2000, 2000. late 1990s. Anything with Tyra Banks I'm oh, in it. You. I love it when she's a Barbie and she's like, what's I loved that movie. Eyes? What's leaking out of my eyes? And she's like, tears. And she's 
That was There's such a water good movie. In my eye. Was Lindsay Lohan yeah. the girl? Yeah. Wow. That was that was that was when Disney movies were actually really oh. good. You know, I was just thinking about uh, Lindsay Lohan because it took me forever, but I thought of it on my own without Google. I was driving. I saw. Isn't it Herbie fully loaded? Yes. I saw Herbie on a pickup truck. No way. Yeah. It's the number 53. Like right? the OG Herbie? Uh, yeah. What, yeah. Well, it's like based I, you know, on that. I wonder if that, it was. It was so cool. cool. You know when those moments happen and you tell yourself, just enjoy the moment, don't take out your phone, just yes. like go for it. But like when you see the Wiener Schnitzel van mm. or like something like that, you're like, oh, fuck. It's so always cool. just fun because you I don't see a wiener on wheels often. <laughs> it is not every day when you, <laughs> and there's a big wiener driving by. Ooh, that's... That's normal. Wild. Normal. You Maybe order more. food out, out a wiener. Wow. You drive up to a wiener-shaped building. We talk about, like, phallic things often. The world has been designed to be one about giant dicks. patriarchal dick. Makes Haven't sense. you seen any movie that Ever. was directed by... Tom Hardy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's an actor. <laughs> exactly. He's actually very sexy. Um, I'm going to finish that sentence. Please. It's all about the dick. Wow. It is. Wow, you really... Who, um, who did Psycho? And, um, Alfred Hitchcock? I think oh. so, yeah. Uh, the Hitchcockian theory. Yeah. I studied it in school. Oh. Thank you. She didn't have to Google that. We knew Kendra would know. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, everything, like, when you take the analogy of the woman that runs away and gets killed in um, Psycho, right? That's the one with the hotel mm-hmm. dead mom yeah. guy in yeah. the shower. Yeah. When she steals the money, the money is the symbol for the cock. So she's got the cock in her hands. She, like, goes to get her car fixed, and the guy's like, hey, I'll, like, I'm going to take your cock. And she's like, no. And then she feels a lot of power, and she keeps it in her lap the whole time. And oh. then it shifts from money to a gun. So it's whatever needs to be the most powerful. So she's got a gun in her purse. And so it's, like, this actual... And you, she does a bunch of phallic things. Phallic things in the shower. Like, she's always holding on to this, like, shaft. Like, she walks into the bathroom huh. with so much power and like takes out her gun and just like holds it like like a dick. That is why wa- I've never it's heard called, this called like this the Hitchcockian theory. It was like one of my favorite That's um, fucking cool. things I learned in like a critical theory type class in That's very yeah. interesting. Because wow. in com- my degree is in like communication and that's such a broad term like there's broadcasting and all this stuff but we I always looked at um um, like analyzing how films and speeches and people and events like affect society based on how they were communicated yeah. like between like newspapers versus films especially with media now like yeah. your speeches are like forever saved like yeah it's not like it can be interpreted like through stories over time like it's yeah, documented. Like totally. we can watch this over and over and like <clears throat> So are we talking about dicks a lot or is the world designed around dicks? Damn. That's I my think, that's my question. I think the world is most definitely designed <laughs> around dicks. It is. One hundred percent. It's a big old And we're boomerang. definitely changing it into a triangle. Life is one big slap bracelet. Ladies are taking over the world. We're taking over. It's happening. Oh, I feel Slowly. It. There's a shift. I feel, I feel it. it. We just have to raise them new boys in a man. Boys to men. <laughs> we just got to do a fresh batch. For real, though. <laughs> I think I think uh, I have faith. Do I people have know we're being faith. funny? I hope you will because we're about to uh, really light you up today. 
All right, man. Thanks for being our producer over there. You're I don't welcome. have to do anything. I just sit here and she like clicks all these buttons. I haven't clicked a button. Don't worry. <laughs> just just like record, right? We're just recording. It's great. <laughs> you click that button. I click that button. <clears throat> so what are we talking about today? Kind of like about dating and men and marriage and self help books. Books. I wrote all about books. Uh, same. <laughs> We're so, about to hit you up with the high highs and low lows. So, a couple of years ago, I, I always thought that self-help books were stupid because there's this mentality that was brought to us that but getting like, any sort of help. It's like self-helpless book. Like, yeah. you're helpless, so you had to buy a book about yeah, it. Yeah, but also, mm-hmm. like, the idea of getting help... Mm. was, like, weak. Like, therapy, reading a self-help mm. book, being enlightened, like, all of these things. Like, was, hide that on your bookshelf. Yeah, like, we don't talk about that. But, like, now I feel like we're very much more open as a society to talk about our feelings and going to therapy and reading a self-help book that they actually believe helped them. Like, mm. and and then there's, like, I don't know, there's just, like, a stigma around it. But I bought it book. I think I was with you, Kelly. We were at the old Baras in mm-hmm. um, Hillcrest, and we were at the upstairs and uh, the book section, and yes. this was, like, probably three or four years ago, and I found a book, and it said, um, why men date bitches, or, like, why men marry bitches, mm. and I, like, read a couple of pages in the bookstore, and I was like... I kind of like this book. It was like a dollar. So yeah, I got it. You got to get it when it's a dollar. Mm-hmm. And it's a book. Uh, I read like half of it and I actually really liked it because it made a lot of sense. It was very much like it said that like men want a woman, a woman who like knows what she wants, like strong, confident, stands up for herself, essentially like bad bitch, you know? Mm-hmm. And. I liked it because it, like, empowered you as Mm -hmm. a woman, and it was like, this is why a man... It was, like, stories, like, the way it was written out, so it was, like, situations. And, like, the man doesn't want always a damsel in distress. (laughs) Like, he wants somebody he doesn't really have to take care of. So it was, like, a book of empowerment with kind of a funny hook line um, title. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it was still a little bit old school, but, like, ultimately I thought it was pretty good. Well... Well, recently, Kelly. Well, and you all know well, that I am well. single now, and um, I wasn't looking for a self help book, but Kelly gave me. No, oh. <laughs> I just gotta say that it was put in a free little library. Yeah, this wasn't like Adriana. You need to read mm-hmm. this. It was like <laughs> I to move took on. it out of the library because no one should have this book, and I thought Adriana would enjoy it. <laughs> Well, did I? I I wanted to say, too, the first self-help book I ever read was called Skinny Bitch, or is called Skinny Bitch. So it's kind of funny that we both read books with the word bitch. That's really funny. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Bitch has become a very, um, like, empowering word now for a woman, for sure. It is, like, the way we're talking about it. I still don't like it when people call me a bitch. Yeah, I don't want to be called a bitch, but I've never been really... I mean, I have. I've been called a bitch, but I've been more recently called boss bitch, so I'll take it. You're such a fucking boss bitch. And And then I'll handle it better. Yeah, I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Uh, So, Kelly gave me this book. (laughs) I wanted to change your life. (laughs) Did it. (laughs) There are sticky notes 
There are so many post-its. It's called Day Like Man. Oh, who wrote it? Uh, Jody Gold. So, Mariah. the layout of it is like... Is that a guy or a girl? Is laid out in like segments, like little chunks of like themes of like what a man wants in a woman. I gotta see a picture of this guy. Is it a guy that wrote it? Mariah? It's, it's, it's Jody. No, look at the top. Mariah. Oh, Mariah Moore. <laughs> and Jody Gold. Oh, it's two Humes, so it's the ladies. Is it two assu- ladies that wrote it? I'm assuming. I don't think Sorry, there's I'm any photos. Sorry, I just, I'm trying to... We'll find out if it's ladies yeah, soon. It's the craziest spelling of Mariah. So... Oh, here, here, here. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Okay. So, um... Uh-oh. There are segments within this book. So, I'm like, just can gonna... We, are you gonna read to us? I'm gonna read a little bit. I'm just gonna... I'm so excited. I'm just going to read you a little bit. Okay, so one of the first stickies I have here is a little um, paragraph, and it is titled, Men Don't Feel Comfortable in Homes That Are Too Feminine. Oh. So um, I read read all these pieces that I blocked off. So basically this little passage is about how men don't like frilly (laughs) things. No lace towels, no lacy things, not a lot of pink. Um, Your... um, if you have, like, Victorian-style things, like, it's just too So suppress off. your style. Yeah, so, so it's very So if off-putting. you're, like, Paris Hilton, don't be yourself. Yeah. Or Dolly Parton. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, next Who else page. has cute pink houses? I'm Kay. trying to think of people with girly mm-hmm. cute houses. Next, next page that I've saved. Men can have sex with the ex, meaning a man can have sex with his ex and not feel anything and can fuck without feelings. This book was written by a woman, too. Kendra just... Y'all, it's it's wild. Are you kidding me? And women can't because we develop too many feelings. So we we only associate sex with love, and men can associate sex with nothing. It's just sex. <clears throat> so, like, it's fine if he has sex with his ex. Mm-hmm. Because he won't feel anything. Yep. Uh, men don't want to hear about your female problems. And it's a oh. two-paragraph of don't, not talking about your period. And not, like, explaining to your what man. What year was this book? I'm or so glad you, you asked. It was born. It was born. <laughs> it was born. <laughs> These Dead Sea Scrolls I'm had shook. erected themselves in 2001. <gasps> That's awful. We were 11. Yeah, and this is a book that was in like four women to like basically turn them into a man, turn them into this weird. Man girl that <laughs> that men love. Like, okay, so I'm totally like going so off on weird. a tangent. Cyborg because man girl. I literally have I just saw a video on this, dude. So you know that like female that's portrayed in like manly movies like Transformers and Megan Fox is like a grease monkey and like works yes. on cars and um they always have this like tomboy but super sexy female lead or she like plays soccer or like whatever the fuck. It's yes. this men mentality that it's literally what men do. They work on, like, in society's eye, they work on cars. To be appealing to a man, you should be just like them. Yes, but just hot. 
And it's, like, this whole thing that, like, society has, like... That is totally, like, a archetype in the media or, like, a stereotype. Totally. Like, if you... If you're, like, too girly, like, men don't want you. So, like you said, like a Paris Hilton type, which is so crazy because that's, like, literally her personality. Yeah. Um, it's, like, telling you not to be yourself and that no one will like you if you are yourself. Yeah. And that's so false. Yeah. So, it's, like, you need to become, like, the guy's girl in order to, like, be liked by any guy, essentially. Isn't that wild that that's, like... I hate this book. Yeah. So, not only does that book have, like, things How dare you put that in my free little... Like this, but um, there's also little segments called dating training films, and you read the... Like, you watch the film movie, essentially, on... And it shows you, like, what this female character brings for this man in the movie. And it's, like, the same thing I was just talking about. It's, like... A super hot chick in distress who um, also knows how to use a gun and does backflips and jujitsu and is like kill Bill, fuck yeah, kill Bill, <laughs> and it's like you be Uma Thurman or die. Like that oh. is this whole book, dude. And I like got halfway through and I was like, I, I, I can't. I hate this. It's crazy. So unfortunately, I want to take a blind twirl and see what I open up. So to. unfortunately, it's going to be Fahrenheit 451 in the house, and we are going to burn this book. I do not approve of any other female. Kendra asked before you got here, "What's my ethics on get, getting rid of books that I don't align with?" And we had a whole chat about it. Really, we we're literally Fahrenheit 451ing this bitch. Yeah, there is one book I read, and I ripped off every page and threw it in the fire while I read it out in the woods in Washington because it was a fucking garbage preteen novel and I was stuck in the middle of nowhere. And everyone loves that book. I'm, I, I feel like I'm you. okay with the idea of burning a book if it is a detriment to society. I mean, I know it's also bad. Detriment. Like, what do I do? Like, I don't want anybody ever reading this. Yeah, I agree with you. It's awful. It's awful. It's so fucking bad. Wow. I'm trying to... Wow. This has... I found... I opened up to something empowering, so I don't think that was the point. Okay. I'm surprised. Okay. It says, women should not accept lame excuses from men who are undependable. The only difference is if your date or boyfriend behaves irresponsibly, instead of writing him up, like at work, you should write him off. You should find yourself with a man who is constantly coming up with reasons If you find yourself in this situation, start waving a big red flag. A real man pays his own bills, pays his alimony and child support on time, and gets up and goes to work in the morning. What the fuck? You found the one good page? (laughs) I know. I really just opened it to... Oh, actually, page 111. But then this page... This one says men like to have their egos stroked. Of course they do. So I just don't know what her angle is anymore. Yeah. Like, who does she hate? Is this book just directly written towards her ex-husband, you know, or something? And it's like... It's like, yeah, we know all of these things, but it's like... We have to just be super complimentary to this man when, like, we are just, like, nothing. Men are simple creatures. Sure, they like sex, but if you stroke a man's ego, you will have them eating out of your manicured little hands. Ew! I hate all of that because my I think my hands are bigger than Josh's. I don't know. I have longer fingers for sure. I definitely have not had a manicure in like years. Your manicured little hands. But also, I don't want him eating out of my hands. It feels gross. Ew. Like yeah, that, I like, actually am thinking about what is he, a eating a meal out of my hands, and I don't like it. I hate that. My big hands. Yeah. The horse <sighs> and the carrot. 
Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. you should laugh at his jokes if they're not funny, or pretend he's Bill Gates when he starts talking about oh. Macs versus PCs. Oh, no. We don't like a mansplainer. He, she didn't write that. I did. I added that part in. <laughs> Men may not be able to tell when a woman fakes an orgasm, but unless he's dumb and dumber second cousin, a man can tell when you're faking a conversation. Be truthful and be yourself. Where is she going? Does she have an editor? It just doesn't make any sense. Fake your orgasms, but don't fake the conversation. A time to pump a man up is when he does something wonderful. A man will respect you more if you tell him straight out that his joke wasn't funny. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Is she on cocaine? So, I am gonna, I'm gonna definitely um, burn this book. Wow. This is the weirdest the weirdest book ever. It's very strange, dude. Clues a man isn't interested in you. He doesn't call you. Hello. We know this. <laughs> no, she put hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it says hello. <laughs> but still. <laughs> okay. His eyes are darting around the room while you're together. Oh. That's, um, not even That makes else. me think he's cheating and he's <laughs> looking for the, his other fucking side piece in the room. That's what she's, yeah. That's what he said. He's checking out other women in the room. Oh, my God. He's You're paranoid. <laughs> I was like, yeah, or he could just have, like, some trauma. <laughs> he makes calls on his cell phone. Ooh, get rid of him. <laughs> I don't care how important he thinks he is. Unless he's a doctor, he should leave the damn cell phone or beeper at home when he's on a date. This woman put the word damn in her book. Well, damn. She is talking directly to men and women. She's mad at everyone right now. <laughs> I'm so confused that by page 111, she has changed her entire ideology in her book. Yeah, like, what is the second half? Why men don't always mean it when they say, I'll call you. These are the reasons why. Oh, Jesus. You're dripping in jewelry, and he's a jeans and t-shirt kind of guy. Well, shit. All of my rings gotta go, apparently. You're too business-like. I'm weak. He has another girlfriend. <laughs> you didn't meet his checklist requirements. Whoa. This box actually ends mid-sentence and doesn't finish. <laughs> Do you see that? It says, you didn't meet this man's checklist requirements. Dating is a mutual interview, so while you're seeing if he fits your list of requirements, he's checking off his own list. Some men are... And then the box just ends. This book has never been edited. She was drunk. She wrote this book. I think she was, and then she just put it up into, like, uh, Firefly. Are you and they kidding printed it for me? Her. Is this self-published? I think... That's a great question. I don't... I think Scholastic... No, Scholastic's crazy. for kids. Wow. We don't know. Wait... I don't under- even understand. This is what the author wrote in the back, or in the front. To my friends and family, nuclear and extended, for their support and encouragement, and to my husband, who knew how to date me like a man. So who, I thought the women were doing the dating like a man, not the men. I'm not even clear on the, I'm not even clear on the <laughs> The objective. premise, yeah. No. What yeah. the fuck? Like, who is this book to? Who? Okay, here's the top one. <laughs> here's the top one. This book is dedicated with love, respect, and gratitude to all the gay men in my life who are no longer on this planet. 
Love you madly and miss you very much, my angels. What? I know. So this is for gays? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. And it was, it's been like the most hetero book I've ever read in my life. What the fuck? Oh, part one. Preparing to date like a man. Kelly, I can't with this Why book. men are master daters. Developing your most wanted profile. Men like themselves. Yeah, we know this. Oh, oh I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I hate it. We're done. She's getting rid of it. Well, we have to neutralize the situation because you're probably feeling pretty stressed. Oh, this chapter's called Men Don't Like Kissing. I gotta move. I gotta put... That's very false. That's ridiculous. I, like, would totally forget about kissing completely. But I do it. You would? I like it, yeah. I mean, you I like would forget it. about I like kissing? kissing? Yeah, like, I, I don't do it as much. Really? Yeah, I would say Josh. Oh, I, I. Josh woos kissing. me. Oh, I love it. I'd probably woo him. You gotta ask him. I actually don't know. I'm gonna call him real quick. I don't. I don't think about it all the time. No. Wow. But That's I'm not like, like not gonna make out. That's not what I'm saying. My I'm kissing saying. is like, if I don't. Have you seen that that meme where it's like if your vagina doesn't have a heartbeat, then he's not the one? (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Like if my vagina literally doesn't have a heartbeat, if I'm kissing you, then I know you're. Well, that's a great way of thinking it too. Maybe I don't do that often. So maybe then one thing leads to another. It's just goes one, two, three. Kim calls it tick, tick, boom. I love that so much. That isn't that a little Wayne quote? I think it might be. I think so. I think it might be. I think it might be, too. Like, bitch, I'm the bomb, like, tick, tick. Boom. I wrote down some books that I really like that will help you actually learn about yourself. And Please. not have you thinking you need to date like anyone other than yourself. Please. This book's me. called Date Like Yourself. Is it really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I just wrote it right now. So, um, the first one that I wrote down is called The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer, and it's my, like, favorite self-help book. I think of it all the time, and what was really cool is when I started with my therapist, I saw she had that book in her office, and it made me be like, oh my god, I love her, because it's kind of a not-that-popular book, but I read it, it was required to read for my yoga teacher training, and it totally changed the way that I think, and like, it's been a few years, but whenever I see it in the thrift store, I pick it up, I give it to people, I love this book. Um, Essentially, it's like, you are not your thoughts, sensations, or pain, you are a witness to it, and it just talks about, like, the way you can experience life, like, outside of yourself, and I like that. all these things. It was really, it's a sacred. What's it called again? The Untethered Soul. Okay. And, uh, there's a horse running on the beach on the front. And I've actually seen a horse on a beach just like that in, like, one of the most memorable memories of my life, so it's kind of funny. That's cool. Yeah. So, that's one of them. The second one, I swear I either recommended it to Kendra or gave you one, but it's called Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler, and it's not just about getting pregnant. It is a book, it's a, literally a textbook about getting to know, like, your cycle. your cycle, like, your ovulation fluid, like, what to look for for all different kinds kinds of problems, afflictions, like, I have used it as a reference for anything related to, like, 
ovaries, vagina, vulva, all that. You, that's this cool. awesome book, and that's how I learned how to track my ovulation um, by ch- checking my basal temperature in the morning. I know exactly when I'm ovulating, and I've been doing this for over seven years. And I look because I wanted to learn, learn it. Mm-hmm. Like I was sick of all this bullshit. I was sick of birth control. I found this book. Um, it was. Do you still have it? Uh, I do. And I'd love to look at it. You should own one. They're four dollars. Oh, they're four dollars used on Great Amazon, investment. and you Great. will have them forever. It's so awesome, and it has like pictures and shit. It's like when you open the instructions for a tampon box like it has everything in there I love it so I wrote that one down because everyone needs it in their life and if you're a man and you think you don't need to know these things like you do you do if you, you want, learn so if you much, want a wife you should learn these things you about your, wa- your wife's body so much yes so informative and lastly I wrote down a book called Anatomy of the Spirit which is like one of my very most favorite books it's like spirit spirituality and self-help it's by I think it's Caroline Mice but it's spelled like Caroline or Caroline and it's M-Y-S-S and she has a ton of popular like spirituality books she herself is like a God follower so she uses God language in her books but I don't mind it as a reader but just like letting you know Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes you have to translate the words she uses to different higher powers and she explains to you how to do that which is very helpful Um, but essentially the book is yeah she is you can tell she doesn't care like just what she believes yeah. Because she uses herself as examples. Mm-hmm. Um, so it teaches you the stages that you pass through in consciousness and spiritual maturity in seven stages of life. And it kind of reminded me of the seven um, sacraments in church, uh-huh. but then also like the seven chakras. And um, seven's a very magical number. It is. I blew through the book, it was very relatable. I felt like she was talking directly to me. I love this book. So I would buy all three of those books. I would buy 10 copies of them and just give them out for the next few years if I was a baller. Wow. They're that good. I can't wait to read all of those. Yes. Wow. I've gifted these books to at least at least once to all. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. I don't have any other self-help books because... You're busy okay. making 400 jars of sauce. For real. But even before then, I I love reading. I really do. But, like, sometimes I just get, like, sleepy. I don't know. I, I think I might need to be, like, an audiobook person because I really enjoy podcasts. Yes. So I think audiobooks might be a little bit more my speed because I'm doing a lot of things throughout the day that could allow me to listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I cook a lot. I'm alone a lot. So Maybe you could... Um, think of your favorite comedians and see if they have written books and listen to them reading their... That's so smart. I do love, um, like, some of my favorite books are by comedians, like... Totally. But they keep me alert because they're so fucking funny. The stories are so wild. And it's, like, educational books are great and I love them but it's just like Chelsea Handler comes to mind oh Chelsea Handler that would be a good book to be read I've read them all they're so good remember all her cute like ones with her like martini glasses on the front yeah she's great I've read Tina Fey's bossy pants I've read oh yeah uh, Mindy Mindy. Kaling's you gave me that book yeah because I think you gave me that book yeah maybe yeah passing it around yeah so I love self-help books Mm -hmm. I read a lot of relationship books and a lot of um 
self-help. I kind of, I'm kind of like too shy to share the rest of them, but I love them. I follow I love a lot of self-help type people on Instagram. Yeah. I really do. And they'll post like actual videos that involve um, just like relationships and you know it's a little like gimmicky some of them but yes. like some of them speak like real truth and you know yeah I try to follow men and women because I like to see both Me sides too. I don't want to just be like super female forward like I want to know what the other half of a future relationship would be thinking yes. you know what I mean it is really refreshing finding male accounts in female-dominated realms because yes. I'm realizing maybe it's not as common or as highlighted, and it should be, like normalizing more male therapists. Mm-hmm. I just always think of women as therapists. And then, too, I just started following a bunch of male chefs, and I know that's very, like, silly of me to say, but when I think of, like, cooking and baking and chef and everything I've seen, I don't know. I just You think, think female? For some reason, that's my so world's been inundated with it that way. And I like I, that. I really needed to see more, like... I don't know. It was cool to see. Um, I'm like sprung on a bunch of new accounts, like these really cute, like 20 year old boys on TikTok that yep. are amazing cooks. It's I love so cute. I, I love, love it that your association to chefs is female because mine is very male. I think it's very. very I always male. grew up watching like Cupcake Wars, and I know yeah. there's still men in all of those shows, yeah. but and I know it's a male dominated industry, but I really do always think of women, and I feel like when I go to restaurants, all I see are women working there. Recently, I don't know. Huh? Yeah, definitely. Like, or, like, the places I go. When we were in school, I mean, the we... Well, Kendra, is your degree in baking and pastry only? Mm-hmm. So we both went for baking and pastry, and that was very female. Like, it was all chicks and, like, yeah. a dude. But our chef was a male, and he's great and super talented. And really cool. He's a dope dude and was on Chopped recently and won and I can say that now because it already happened (laughs) and um yeah he I mean we learned a lot a lot from him but it was definitely like a very female forward very like stay at home wife um has nothing else to do (laughs) um military wife type situation and then like the savory side was much more male like you really didn't see a lot of guys in school unless you were in like a uh, like a like a um, advanced class where you're like cooking a full meal, or if you were in like a savory only class. Wow. So I think like when I work all the time, like I'm in a male dominated society. Like farmers market. That's true. At the farmers market, it is all guys. It's like a sausage fest. Like yeah. I'm literally the ketchup in this fucking mm. schnitzel fest. It's crazy. Like I'm the ketchup <laughs> in this schnitzel fest. I don't, just, uh, I don't know the mustard. I was gonna say we're both like we don't put that on our dogs. I don't know. I want some crap. Ooh, that sounds good. But literally, it's like all dudes. Like you think it's of true. Farm, I did notice that when I went farmers, there. dudes. I noticed that um, Adriana. He has a huge flan, uh, fan group. Flan group. Flan. I have a flan group. be great. a great flan. My flan account. <laughs> uh, I need to start, like, fans of Adriana.com. Like, Please don't. And it's like, you have to subscribe, and you can, like, watch her do whatever you, you want me to film for you. It's an OnlyFans, but it's so only Adriana. I'm so obsessed with you. Yeah, I shouldn't be in it. Kelly, we are... I got to her gonna... booth, and there was, like, six men in line to talk to her. Okay. Are you done? Uh-huh. Are you done? Were they? No. <laughs> They're waiting for me to leave. 
they were buying sauce though, so that's my only requirement. As long as you have your wallet out, <laughs> yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's fine with me. As long as you're leading conversation with purchasing product, then you're, you can stand. You're a later. wise man. Yes. Buying frankincense, yeah. incense, and myrrh. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> We don't no. need to tell the people about how popular I am. You guys will notice. There's a flock. There's a murder. <laughs> There's of, a... of crows in my life. <laughs> An actual murder of crows uh, woke me up the other day. Oh, I like man, woke up to loud. like 300 birds Crow outside 30. my window. You must be in their path. It was terrifying. Tis the season. I wanted to sob. We always call it Crow 30. In the morning and at night, we, they go right over us. Yeah, it's at like 6 a.m. Back and forth, back and forth. In my front yeah. yard. They it's rise so at dawn and they ride at dusk. And they <laughs> they squawk at they 6 o'clock. Loud. Yeah, it's bad, dude. The sound of the wings of a crow is like really a sound. One time it's in third specific. grade, a crow flew into our classroom and oh. our teacher grabbed a student to take cover. <laughs> no. Hid behind a student? (laughs) Yes, it was. Lydia, if you're listening, I hope you remember this story. It was so fucking funny, dude. That's insane. Oh, my God. She, like, like, her immediate reaction was grab a student, fucking duck and cover. Not, like, everyone get down. It was, like, I'm going to save myself. It was so funny. I love when things get caught places and people rise together and save it. I always like to save a bee when I can. Yeah. Josh, I do it now because of Josh. I used to see them as a threat to my home, so I'd kill them. But I don't anymore. I'm a good citizen of society. We have to. We have to keep the bees around. Yeah, we yeah. do. We got to do a good job. We have to. I learned my lessons. Josh like pets bees, so mm. he talks to them. He does. Okay, so we were in. That's how podcasters start every sentence. Okay, so <laughs> we were in Tahoe and we were at this deli and a bat flew into oh, the deli shit. and was lost and scared and perched on a table and this man like in a firefighter outfit that mm. just happened to be there to get like coffee or something saved the bat and did something with it and left and it was the coolest thing ever That's and insane. I was talking to Josh about it and he has no idea what I'm talking about <gasps> what and we went we were there together like it was just him and I like on the road. He, like, doesn't remember. In Tahoe. And I don't know. Like, we did hang out there all the time to use the Wi-Fi. Was it in an alternate universe in your head? Dude, I I really have been wondering that recently because um, I had a couple dreams last night and the night before where I wake up and I thought they were real. Like, um, the gate was open and the dog ran out. And I thought that really happened and that it didn't happen. I had to ask Josh. And then I dreamt that I sold something and I actually pulled it to, to ship it and looked for the shipping label and I didn't sell it. You're like, where's the shipping and label? And I like vividly sold it in my dream. That's so crazy. Isn't that weird? Maybe. So he doesn't remember this bat. I told him, he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, are you serious? You don't remember a fucking bat in a deli? Mm-hmm. That's the most exciting thing I've ever heard. Where were you? Maybe he was in the bathroom from all the water. Oh my god, or like ordering our food. No, come on. I just couldn't believe it. It's like one of my like craziest memories I have. And he doesn't remember. And he has no idea what I'm talking about. Nary a recollection. Huh. I know. Have you guys ever had that happen? Um, when you like share a memory with someone, they're like, not dog. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> it depends. I mean, nothing like rings a bell at this like current moment in time, but there are definitely times where like 
Kendra has told a story, or my mom or dad or some yeah, someone. Like, I'm just naming people at this yeah. point. People will tell a story. <laughs> and uh, it's like Marilyn Monroe, uh-huh. and Kim. Cowboy, Kim. They're all telling this stories. Cowboy? It's all the hat over there. <laughs> um, they're all telling stories, and I'm like, I don't remember this. Or I think that I did something in a story, and it was actually like Kendra. It happened to Kendra, and I'm like, no, it happened to me. And she's like, no, it didn't. Oh, yeah. I feel like no swiping. I do that all the time with stories. I do that a lot, too. I love it when I'm telling it to Josh, and he was like, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yikes. I just think that we've, like, over time, we just, like, remember stories so differently. We keep changing them and altering them after telling them over and over and over again. I literally start speaking with Josh with Storyteller, so he knows that I'm, like, telling it through my lens. Meaning, like, check the facts. Like, yeah. I'm not sure how accurate this is. I'm being super, I'm exaggerating. It doesn't really matter. It's a good story. I, and this is what happened. But then sometimes I'm really serious. Like, that's what happened. And he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what world do I live in? You sent me that thing that listed the sun signs in rank of most dramatic, and Sagittarius was number one. That's because... I was shocked. Kelly, Pisces was number nine. It was That's like, ridiculous. It was like one of those Instagram memes That's where it was dramatic. like, from, 10, from one to ten, most dramatic signs, Sag, one. It was one through twelve. My husband oh, was one to twelve. 12. Yeah. He was and, the last one. Capricorn. And I was like, Kelly, you're number one. <laughs> I will agree that Josh is not dramatic but i wouldn't sagittarius is number one so okay are we sure there is this we are definitely becoming gen z because i'm referring to tiktok yet again um (laughs) there's this tiktok going around that it's like for any relationship to work there always has to be a crazy one and there always has to be a boring one and like it shows like their parent it shows their parents and like the mom is usually the crazy one and she's like dancing at a wedding and the dad's just like sitting there at a table like like super awkward and it kind of makes sense because my mom is living the Vita Loca, <laughs> and my dad is just on for the ride. Like literally, like He's just my, like stoic and like this beautiful redwood tree. Yeah, just totally. Like my dad is. <laughs> Kendra's face was like. Um, it made that sound. Her whole face. Um, it heard. Yeah, my dad is like so docile like literally it's just like the That's chillest true. fucking yeah. guy like, Josh is really calm and my mom is just like cuckoo for cocoa <laughs> puffs like there's a wall of crosses in our house do we live in this Vatican like no <laughs> like it's fucking like, my mom is nutter should, butter I want a cat named Vatican so I can call her Vatty I'm into that my little Vatty my little Vatty my little Vat Vat so I think I, that I don't it makes know sense. about. I'm still. It makes sense. I'm so dramatic that I'm still thinking about it. It's <laughs> been a week. Adriana hit me with every meme relatable to my life within like an hour. Because, she had like four. Because I needed you to realize that something. Some of your life problems are everyone else's also life problems, <laughs> That's and true. life isn't as dramatic as we think it is. And I have to also take that into consideration. I just consideration. don't like this misinformation going around that Sagittarians are most <laughs> dramatic because it lets people like Josh be like, see how dramatic you are. You're number one, but I'm the one that sent him the meme. So, <laughs> oh, you sent it to yeah. him. Good. And said, so I can't believe this. <laughs> this is outrageous. And, and you know he. He's th- 
thinking to himself, yeah, this is the most true thing she's ever said. I just don't know about Pisces as number nine. <laughs> you know when you know when you're not happy when you start blaming others. Yeah. I saw I was number one, I was like, age you should be higher. <laughs> I was like, you should at least be number five. Like, I know, I told my mom, I actually told my mom this story. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, you should definitely be like top five. And I was like, No, I'm number I nine. Really I'm did, so chill, like, mom. I was gonna try and guess what the top five were and I was off. I was like, Leo, Gemini, Pisces, um, Scorpio, maybe Scorpio and like Aries is what I was thinking. And then I was like, number one, Sagittarius. (laughs) And I was like, are you serious? That's so good. I think someone who hated Sagittarius, you know, because everyone hates a sign. Except for Pisces. They took it out on me. Nary a hatred for the Pisces. Pisces? Pisces? Pisces. There's like different rankings for everything though. Like who's I feel like it used to be that Geminis get the bad rap for being crazy, but now it's the Pisces. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Probably because we're so emo. Like cut my wrists and black my eyes (laughs) like all day. I love you so much I'm gonna die. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm the dramatic one. I think your your dramaticness is like Disney princess like falling into a pillow (laughs) drama. Like you know how they're like always running and crying into a bed. Like that's your drama. (laughs) That's cute. Like running to a rock like a little skirt. Oh to a rock. Just sobbing. I love how you just threw your arm over. That's like Alice in Wonderland. Just like oh it's so I'm drama. I'm into a little hole that doesn't exist and I can't get out. Yes, yes. Woe is me. Yeah. I, that's a cute way to lessen the blow for me. You're welcome. I really like that vision. You're welcome. But I disagree. All right, well, there goes the drama. Some, I'm going to find some other memes <laughs> that really hit home. <laughs> and I'm going to print them out like my grandma does and show them to her friends. <laughs> That's she really prints cute. out her favorite like emails and memes. Does she really? Keep puts them in a binder and That's takes really them out to lunch. That's so cute. <laughs> I feel like I would do something like that. My mom like Ken saves crying. Crying. My mom like saves like articles for me or like straight up magazines for me, but doesn't tell me about them. So the other day, oh. I was like cleaning off the cap, like off the counter, and I was like, "Can I get rid of this magazine with Giada De Laurentiis on it?" And she was like, "Well, no, it's for you." And I was like, "Since when? Like, <laughs> it's been on this counter for like two months. Like, what is it?" She's like, "I bought it for you." I was like, "You did?" <laughs> like, she, she didn't just, tell you? No. How are you supposed to read it? I, <laughs> Beats me. I was like, maybe she just loves Giada so she, much. She didn't I mean, put I, it in your room? No, just on the counter. I'm like, just been creeping on this Giada like for months, <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's she doing here? And I'm like, Teresa, what what's going on here? She's like, this is for you. Boy, Boy. I think that's her, a niche. I, if you give us gifts immediately. She's, like, yeah. parking in my driveway, throwing the gift out the window <laughs> to me. Got you a gift! I know, because I get too excited that I'm I giving I love it. A, I get too excited that you I'm just giving get so a excited. gift. I'm like, I'm like, I need you to open it's this right like now. It's, Christmas all the time. I know. You get so excited. I feel like it's Christmas all the time with our friend group, because we're always getting gifts. I mean, constantly. They just, they just appear. Yeah. I know I bought Kendra something the other day, and I contemplated bringing it today, but I was like, oh, it's a good gift. <laughs> Sometimes you got to space good out birthday. the gifts. <laughs> Because her birthday is in, like, <gasps> today, soon. probably. By the time this episode's out, it's I probably now. I can't look at another calendar, but I think your birthday's, like, 
happening. Now. I think you're already 30. Welcome. Between this time and the next time, you're going to be old. Yeah. Welcome. You know what? Prime Just like Nicole said, I still feel like 30s are going to be the prime years of our life. Like, I agree. I really, really think that being 30 is going to suit me really well. I love Tauruses, too. They're just, like, the best sign. I just love Taurus. Kendra, you're such a douche. I hate that you just did that. Mm-hmm. She just gave herself a little bullhorn. It's so cute, and it's like a little shaka, mm-hmm. and I just, like, all my favorite people, not that you're not my favorite, but I just love Tauruses. Tauri? Tauri. I've never met a Taurus I didn't like. I love them. I mean, her, Rue, my cat, they have the same birthday. Wow. Oh. Wow. It's a great sign. Mm-hmm. I like the six-letter word. Mm-hmm. I like the animal. I like the number two. There's just things I like. <laughs> this episode's called Things That I Like. This is all about things I like for no reason. <laughs> um, I don't know why. You just blindly love something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of like wrote these random things down, but I feel like we can all put some input in. So, oh. um... Now that I'm, like, back in the dating pool, that first book, the the one about being a bitch. Yes. Men will love you. Yes. Um, it was kind of, it definitely said something along the lines of, like, don't give girlfriend, don't give girlfriend vibes. I'm paraphrasing hardcore. Yes. Don't give girlfriend vibes to somebody that you're talking to, essentially, or don't give like wife vibes to somebody you're just dating and it kind of like hit home to me because I definitely had this like wife vibe in my previous life and it's not (laughs) previous life I've been reincarnated exactly um and it's not something that I like do because I'm like oh a man is here in my life it's It's just like like something you naturally it's just like like, this is me as a person so um I'm already this way and it just kind of like hit home for me and I'm like fuck that'd be so hard to like start dating another person again and like not think about them constantly because I like when I'm doing something consciously for myself I'm also thinking about the people that live with me so it's like if I'm making dinner are the people that live in my house gonna want to eat dinner with me like I keep good cookies in your close friends because you know how much they are going to affect you so it's right I feel like you can't turn off the wife switch it's just like pick and choose your wife duties yeah yeah it's tough or maybe I just need to go like leave the house more often <laughs> <laughs> that's true i don't know you're always wifey mode we do it with each it's other not, though yeah but it's not like a scare tactic when you're dating it's just like what you made the bed like what you walk you put away a glass like, yeah what is this what i is think this at one wife point vibe? you made a sandwich i think at one point i think it was becoming like i I was the only one doing anything. Like, stay oh, yeah. at home so wife. Take, like, taking on the load for two. Yeah, essentially, like... That's an name. Like, because I already naturally do a lot of these things, which has been told to me many, many times, yes. you naturally just do this on your own, so I don't think to do it, should not be a mentality of somebody no. that I date. No. It's more so, like, where I'm at. So it's yeah. like, I'd hope to... Well, in quotes of trees, uh, find your equal, and yes, we um, love that nugget. And to find somebody, not that it's like my only sole purpose in life is to find a partner. That's just like a cherry on top, really. But um, but just reflecting on yeah, on a potential new person in my life that like we need to be more equal rather than like 
having wifey mode activated. Exactly. Like you should also naturally think yeah. to make dinner. You should also naturally think to take out the trash. You should yeah. also naturally think. Yeah. To like do- why do you naturally have to kick into wifey mode? That might be because of the other person's lack of actions. You yeah. Know? Because so they are- surround someone that has their own wifey mode. Yeah. Like they <laughs> don't, don't eat it. dinner until they're um, hangry. Yeah. Thank you for the word of the no day. Joke. Like they're like, oh, I haven't eaten in 15 hours. I need to eat now. And it's like burrito or nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like, fifth burrito this week. I was uh-huh. like, not fitting into my McDonald's. <laughs> I love the recall on the Italian word of the day. Hope you guys have been you. brushing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. I don't know. I think that's like... I don't know. That's just kind of like where my brain's been with like reading that book a little bit and like remembering that other book and just like f- focusing on myself and who I am and not changing. And I'm... I don't know. 30's been kind of weird. I feel like I'm very much so okay with being single for a while, too. That's nice. I know. The best way to be is content with what you're at. I know. It's a nice of. It's it's so difficult when you're always, like, looking at the other side or Mm -hmm. you're always, like, stuck in a, when I get this better job, when I get this better house, when I get this better this, when I get this better that. And, yeah, the chase is real, but then sometimes it's nice to just, like, be. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this works. Like, I'm not missing anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just doing my thing. It's nice to, like... Especially if you're, like, busy with work and your life. Yeah. It's hard to fit somebody else into that mix. Yeah. I don't know. I'm loving it. Everyone, go read a book. Yeah. Now. Read a book. Burn a book, maybe. Read a book. If you book, don't want society. Write a book. Write a book. Definitely. Write a book. Oh, yeah. my God. I want to write a book. I've written a bunch. <laughs> I <feel laughs> not like, I, like have... a no- I wish they were novels, but I've, I've written, written a bunch of like... really weird little books. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Will you read one to us sometime? Sure. Tight. I'd love to. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I staple it together like it looks like a book that I made. Like it looks like a, a second grader had to make a ten-page book about a theme. I'm into it. <laughs> and then I'm bored, and I'll just staple paper together and write a little book. I wrote a and book. It ends on whatever page it ends on. It just ends, just like that one. I have to, if there's one page left, I'm fuck, I gotta wrap like this that, up. Like that, uh... <laughs> and they were lived happily ever after. Like that, like that book, where it just, like, ended at R. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's the only amount of space I have in this box, so I guess I'll just... Cut this short. Yep. Yeah, we never know what happened to him. The that's end. That's so fucking funny. I wrote a book one time in high school. I don't know... I remember us having to do something like that. Yeah. I remember getting artsy and craftsy. It was cool. I'd be down to write something fun. I think it'd be based off, like, real-ass events, though. Yeah, you've got really good stories. Oh, I can't stop flicking lighters. Yeah. I'm so sorry. All right, dude. Peace, Beach. Love you. I'm gonna get out of here. Bye. I gotta go.